Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Style with Shara. I'm Shara, wardrobe stylist, style blogger, and podcast host. And today, I'm bringing y'all someone whose work I'm just really excited about. It's anything but basic. (laughs) She is an artist, a painter, and fashion designer. And she uses all types of materials to make unique, one-of-a-kind, sustainable, wearable art. And her name is Hannah Jane. And Hannah actually has a range of different collections from unisex hoodies and tees to hand-painted jackets to everything you could think of, three 3D bodysuits and just distressed denim and accessories. So today we're just going to get into Hannah's overall journey as a designer and as an artist. And we're just going to talk a little bit about the fashion industry too and just get her take on all things fashion. So welcome to the podcast, Hannah. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm excited to have you on. So yesterday, Hannah and I were actually having our first meeting for a collaboration project that is in the works. So we were just planning everything out and we actually got in contact with each other through a model that we both know by the name of Lashira Monet. Shout out Lashira. Um so I've, I've worked with LaShera on a couple of projects, a couple of editorial projects. Have you guys ever had the chance to work together just yet? Or how did you guys meet each other? Yeah, so we, um, I showed a collection in New York City and I actually found her over Instagram and I reached out to her because she's amazing. Yes, she and- is. And I was just like, I would absolutely love to for you to be a part of the show. It was my first runway show ever in New York. And Uh-oh. so I just, that's how I met her. And it's it's crazy because you can like literally connect with anyone yes. on social media from anywhere. And so it's amazing that we connected that way as well. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, Lashira, she actually added us both into a social media group. And that's where we engage with each other's content and network and all that good stuff. And that's when I saw your work and I was just like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's exactly like your eye is exactly the type of work that I gravitate to as a stylist. Um, like, I just love stuff that you can't find anywhere else. Like, it's timeless and it's well made and you're not just going to find it everywhere. So just through engaging with each other's posts, I'm so glad that we were both on the same page. Like, OK, we've got to create something together. Um, so that's exclusive classified information, y'all, <laughs> that we got something in the works. So definitely be on the lookout for a collab project from both of us later this year. But um, Hannah, let's start off with how you got your start and found your love for art and fashion. Perfect. So I started when I was really young. I've always loved art and fashion. I, I, I'm commonly known for animals, like painting animals and constructing animals with my fashion. And I actually painted my first lion when I was three years old. And so, right. And so it just kind of like made sense that it evolved in my adulthood with what I do now. Um, And then I started sewing and designing when I was about eight. And I used to do like little fashion shows at my parents' house and I'd make clothes for the dogs and me to match. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. And so um, it, it's just been a part of me my whole life. So, like, it only made sense that 
I continued to, you know, uh, be my better self as I got older. And so designing and fashion is just something I've always loved. Um, and it's a blessing that I can do it as a career. Yes. So, like, I was thinking about, like, when you said from three years old, like, it usually, because I know personally, too, I've always been into art and creative things and fashion. And I actually found, like, these drawings that I had that my aunt had that I sold to her for, like, four cents a piece. And it was just, like, these fashion illustrations, they were terrible. But she was so supportive of me and, like, so, like, you know, always just pushing me to do whatever was on my mind, whatever creatively I felt like doing. And I feel like when you have that at such a young age, like, that really just pushes you to keep going and kind of, like, helps. It basically makes who you are. Um, so did you have any people in your life from a young age who were just like cheering you on? Like, were you were they supportive of your creative dreams or were they kind of like, did you get pushback from that as you got older? Like, what was that like? Um, my family has definitely been such an amazing support. Um, my mom is an artist and sewer. And so she taught me all that stuff. And my my grandma's uh would sew as well so like my nana used to make all their clothes and my um my dad's grandma would make all of um like his sister's clothes and his clothes as well so I feel like it was kind of instilled in the family just like you learn how to sew and you learn how to make clothes and so I was definitely taught from everyone and they all supported me so much. My mom, it's funny that you said like your aunt kept all that stuff because my mom has everything. And I look back at the drawings <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my gosh, did I really like, what is this? But it's so <laughs> fun to look at and just see like where I am now. And so that's been a blessing just to have that support. And everyone in my family is literally like Hannah you should do this you should do that like they love that my journey is being um you know people are people are liking what I'm doing so yeah everyone you know everyone has ideas so that's always fun um I'm from North Dakota so like we were talking about this yesterday just like you know growing up in certain areas and you know following a dream and fashion in different areas and yeah so art and fashion like wasn't super big where I grew up um so it was kind of you know different for and not so much understanding with like the creativity aspect but yeah definitely I would definitely say like over time it kind of evolves but the support from my family that's all I needed like my mom and dad everything that they've given me and just like you know pushed me to follow my dreams like that that's a set of confidence that that made me feel successful in itself that's great like I'm glad that you had them in your corner because I feel like that really does make a difference it just gives you so much more like confidence to keep going because like you said this is not a it's not something that everyone gets that everyone understands especially depending on where you're from if fashion is not like if you don't live in a fashion capital it can be hard to keep pushing and like just keep um, growing especially when you're not in an environment that is reflective of fashion or of you know of the times as far as fashion where people don't really care about getting dressed like it's hard to really create a brand in those type of areas but you've done it so I definitely want to ask you 
Um, like, cause you've moved around a little bit. So you currently live in Colorado and then you spent some time in Philly. You spent some time where I'm from in Baltimore. You've kind of, um, had some, some rooms to kind of move around a little bit and explore different cities and like different subcultures. Do you feel like being able to move around like that has influenced your aesthetic in any way? Like, absolutely. I feel like it's so important to especially get out of the place where you're from and just try to understand the world because it's like when you're when you're in one place like you're getting the same scenery the same setting the same mindset for you know I mean your whole life if you're if that's where you (laughs) stay and so you know when I decided to move they were always really sporadic. So it was never really planned. It was kind of like, you know what, I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna like find opportunity. I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna go. And so like, I've, I've kind of been all over. And, you know, even just meeting new people, and like working with different models and different stylists, and like, just people that I've learned from, I feel like, as a person, I've became so much stronger and knowledgeable. And I think it's just smart. Like it's it's important to put yourself in like different places and places where you're you like, you know, when you're moving places that you don't know anyone, it's not always comfortable. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really important because it just teaches you to be stronger and to just adapt to to wherever you're at definitely yeah that's that's definitely something that I've said I want to do more is to move around and get more uncomfortable with different environments like I've I've gone back and forth a lot to New York and I have been able to travel out of the country a few times that definitely does inspire you I will say I remember even like you don't even have to go somewhere super extravagant I remember like I was super burnt out and I me and my mom we took a trip for our birthdays to Mexico and I came back so much more rejuvenated and just ready to create from a different place so I feel like that definitely does like just refuel you and it does help you just make you a more well-rounded creative and it also makes you um because you're more well-rounded you're also able to relate to more people um and get your when people see your work they're able to more people are able to gravitate to it so I definitely agree um And like you said, it's a blessing to be able to even do that. So, yeah, I want to also talk about because you are a sustainable designer. So when we talk about sustainability and fashion, I feel like it's a relatively new term and we're seeing brands use that as a major selling point more and more. But I feel like a lot of people don't even really know like what it means to actually be a sustainable fashion brand. So definitely please give us a little clarity on what it means to be a sustainable fashion designer for those who may not know like exactly what it is. Yeah, so sustainability was something that has been so important to me. Um, I went to CSU and so that would have been in 2011 when I started there. And so I just kind of knew like from the start that sustainability and just recycled fashion was something that I wanted to um, put into my brand and just importance of environment and respecting the environment and that kind of stuff. Um, And so I deemed my brand sustainable artwear. And so basically I... um, take thrown away or recycled items that people don't want anymore most a lot of times like denim 
Um, and then I remake it into, you know, something new. So you'll see mm-hmm. like my um, constructed animals and that kind of stuff. And then I, I also will use um, like recycled jackets. So I'll keep the integrity of the jacket and just yeah. give them a new life. Um, so I call it artwork because I like want them to be wearable canvases that you can keep forever and like collect and just never want to get rid of and so I think that's kind of one of the main things like the fashion industry is an extremely big landfill of waste and Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and so it's like everything is disposable and I think it's just important like you know we we all have those pieces in our closet that we like love and we will wear until like there's nothing left right that was just something really important to me and so I kind of just I say like my pieces have high fashions emotional attributes with slow fashion values so I love that (laughs) (laughs) I love that like I love it because I feel like um, that's one thing that I really strive for too, as a, as a creative as well is because like you said, the, it's not only is fashion, a huge landfill from, you know, a wasteful standpoint, um, as far as the materials and the resources that we use up, but it, it moves so fast. Yeah. So we do those things, we waste it and then we move on to the next trend. And like, so we use all these materials and then in the next season that's not even on trend anymore that's out of season quote unquote and so that's why I always try to strive for pieces that are timeless that you won't um get over you know by the next season you can wear it a million different ways and I feel like looking at your work that was like exactly what I saw I love your eye and definitely your denim pieces the reconstruction of it like it's like something I've never seen before like even when when you look at like y'all have to go I'm gonna link her social media pages y'all definitely have to go and check out her work um, it's definitely you guys definitely won't be disappointed it's pieces that you just ideas that I personally would have never thought of the way that you even use 3d and mixed media is crazy to me so Thank I'm glad you. that you went the sustainability route and it's something sustainability is something that I'm just educated myself on about like two years now um just because I've seen it more now yeah. because I've actually work with a couple of brands who are sustainable fashion brands so I've been able to educate myself a little bit more about it but I love it because it's actually not only is it morally like beneficial to the environment but it's also um it makes for more iconic pieces within fashion and things that we won't forget so yeah I'm definitely glad that it's around now and that is so quote-unquote on trend <laughs> to be a sustainable brand and you know I love that it's it's one of those things that it's a trend but I hope it stays around for a long time and, yeah, um, and I was like slightly intimidated because I've been sustainable for a while like or I mean obviously 2011 wasn't a long time ago but it was like that was kind of my mission from the start and so when you know, the industry started, which it's good. It's a great, like, amazing thing that the industry is becoming more sustainable. But it's kind of intimidating at first when, like, so many new brands are coming in and, you know, embracing Mm -hmm. sustainability. And then it's kind of like, you just became sustainable. Like, but which, and it's, it's great, you know, like, that's what we want. Mm -hmm. It's also like, oh, no. (laughs) Um, But I also like with my animals, I wanted to kind of like create that vibe that like you know you're you're wearing like a sustainable animal and like 
embracing what they mean and their power rather than like actually wearing them if that makes sense girl that is genius yeah that was (laughs) (laughs) no because I never thought about that because I'm thinking like a lot of your pieces do actually feature animals but we're not wearing them in the typical way if we wear your pieces we're not wearing them like their fur we're wearing like a symbol of them Um, without them having to be harmed. So that's beautiful. Um, that's genius. Girl, you really thought out all of your, like, concepts and all of, like, what your brand means. And I love that about a brand. Like, I love when people aren't in it just for, you know, what they're in it for. You know, you're in it and you've really created um, something that means something, you know, beyond just clothing. So I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. So... Let's get into your journey as a designer, because I know you've been able to experience a lot already as a designer. Like, I know you've been able to show your collection at New York Fashion Week. And I know during our meeting yesterday, like we already mentioned, we were talking a little bit about, you know, finding the right people who get our vision um, and how that sometimes doesn't come until, you know, until they see you accomplish this certain thing or get these certain type of accolades. So definitely tell me a little bit about what your journey has looked like so far and what what would you say has been your proudest moment and your biggest disappointment so far designing? Um, so I have done a couple of things with my brand. I definitely like going outside of where I was from um, and just like seeking different opportunities elsewhere was something in my benefit. Um, so I showed my first collection in New York City that was um, with Lashira at um, it was in March so I think it was right after New York Fashion Week in 2018 and so mm-hmm. I showed my first collection they were raising awareness and trying to get votes to end um, a certain law for child trafficking um, so oh, yeah wow. so that was really cool and just like such a great opportunity to be a part of I literally went by myself like I was just like I'm gonna go do this runway show so I like flew out there and I just like made this happen so I was so thankful (laughs) for everyone and like having such a wonderful team for that was so lovely because I just you know when you're when you're going somewhere by yourself and just like making something happen you never know how it's gonna work so that was really great and then after that I showed um in New York Fashion Week twice with Street Fashion Week and then I showed at National Geographic which was the perfect platform for my brand so that was like I would say that was probably one of my biggest accomplishments um just because like with the animals and everything that my brand represents like being able to show and National Geographic in Times Square just, like, was the perfect wow. place. <laughs> um, so that was really fun. Um, but I think, like, just I've just really tried to take every opportunity possible that makes sense for me. And not every opportunity is the best opportunity. So I have just kind of, like, tried to, you know, look at everything and make sure it fits for me. Disappointments. You know, for me, I think that, like, every disappointment or every mistake is so important, like, just to learning and continuing your journey. And so, like, you know, as I've created these pieces, I think, especially as, like, designers and any sort of creative, like, 
when things don't happen immediately, it can be really intimidating. And so, like, I I think it's more, like, self-disappointment or, um, like, because all these pieces, like, you can put, like, 40 to 100 hours into something and then, like, put it out there and have this big expectation. and, And that just, that's not immediate. And so I think, like, Finding mm-hmm. that understanding and knowing that, like, I have to not only put the work in the piece, I have to put the work in the piece as it, like, lives in the world. And mm-hmm. so I think, like, yeah. just grasping that and just, like, you know, finding my confidence in myself and confidence in the process is is really important because it can be a mental battle sometimes like just Mm -hmm. (laughs) trying to you know pave your way and in a world full of creatives and just you know be confident and hold your vision and stay strong in that and not not be discouraged yes definitely I feel the same way I feel like when you say about the mental battle that is really a lot of times that's the biggest part because sometimes you'll have certain things popping off like in one aspect of your career and you're like it looks so good it looks like oh look she got to show at New York Fashion Week this amount of times and she's been able to pull this off but they don't even know you know some of your interpersonal struggles that you might be going through at the time um they don't know how much it's costing you to be able to maintain your brand and to keep doing it um to be you know even if you're your main investor like these are things that people really don't get to see but you have to keep showing up every day and keep you know worrying about your next steps so it's a lot to be the especially to be the creative behind something on top of maintaining the business aspect of it um and I think all of that just goes into learning balance and just trying to like be confident because you're showing progress in certain areas but at the same time being like staying humble too and <laughs> remaining a student of your craft and learning like okay this didn't work so what what's the next best option and that's a constant learning process that re- requires a certain amount of um humility so I definitely relate to that I feel like it really is sometimes you can be on one really high extreme and then be you know on a really yes. low on the other end so I feel like all of that kind of just kind of points back to uh, I guess you could say like self-worth or like, you know, like having a sense of self-worth when certain things don't work out for you. So what would you say like is a lesson that you might have learned about knowing your worth as a designer, especially like you said, putting so many hours into one piece, so many different aspects of fabric coming up with the designs and then actually sitting there and putting the labor into your pieces because most of your pieces are handmade so what would you say you've learned about having to put in so much work and then knowing your worth and keeping your posture when it comes to setting your prices and knowing your worth when it comes to certain opportunities and when to decline and when to accept yeah so my self-worth is definitely something like I feel like I've always had confidence, but it's like, you know, we get these little hits throughout life that, you know, want to take it away or, you know, want to Mm -hmm. interfere with it. And so I think like, maybe not like I, my fearlessness is definitely something that I have always been so proud of because I've always been, you know, like, I was the girl, the one girl in high school that, like, and there were other girls, but it was, like, I always dressed up every single day. Like, if I wore jeans, people <laughs> asked if I was sick. So, it's, like. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's so funny. <laughs> I, like, 
I feel like I was, you know, people always kind of wanted to change me in certain aspects and just just different things would come throughout life. And so especially in my adulthood, I have like been so confident in like myself and I feel like I've just like grown into a woman that I'm so proud of. Um, And so that's really been a blessing. And I feel like that's happened with like the evolution of my design. So as I've like slowly became, you know, like just found my design and like what I want my brand to look like and what I want my brand to represent, I feel like as I've ticked off all those, all those things, like it's definitely allowed me to grab value and self. Um, Cause you know, like when you're stepping into your true form and like who you really are, like pieces of the puzzle just like align and it's like you I couldn't be more thankful for that and so I think I I think it's just you know time and effort and especially in like even the work you know like we were talking about it yesterday how much work it takes to hand sew stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and Mm -hmm. so I think like every piece that I make and every piece that I sew and spend hours and hours on they're they're just like pieces of me like pieces of my heart and pieces of my soul and mind that I have the ability to put out there and like give to the world and you know it just it it brings a lot of value because it's like accomplishment girl that's (laughs) beautiful (laughs) I feel like I I can just keep saying and saying things (laughs) no you're fine like your confidence really radiates through just everything that you've been saying so far like that's literally what it takes to you know because I feel like it's so popular to uh, right now it's so popular to pursue fashion everyone wants to be a designer everyone wants to have a boutique everyone wants to style and call themselves a stylist but I think people don't realize like it it is one of those fields one of those paths that will really show yourself to you like you will really it is is so much more character development than people realize it is like it can be very painful (laughs) like to go this route and to to grow from it constantly and to be able to grow from it constantly and not let it hinder who you are and not let it hinder your confidence I was actually talking about this on my last episode like the industry is so fleeting it's such a appearance showy industry that people think that that's all that it takes is for things to look good but really it takes so much personal development and self-discovery to even be able to keep going in something like this so just listening to you talk about how um, you found more of yourself basically through design like I just think that's beautiful and I think that is why your work looks the way it it does that it's received the way it is because you can really feel like you said the pieces of you in your designs and I think that's beautiful like that's one of the reasons why I got into fashion is because I feel like when you are creating something for someone to wear it should have a piece of you and it should it should make them feel like the best part of themselves so I think that's so beautiful and I just um I love that you shared that um I think that even like when you think about the time that it takes and the effort that it takes and all these things and just wanting to sometimes I'm sure you've had your times where you've wanted to give up (laughs) but like just it really it teaches you so much tenacity and it really is something that you have to be 
passionate and dedicated to and I can feel your dedication um, through you talking about it so thank you so much for sharing I definitely want to also get into a little bit about the industry because one thing about your brand that I have noticed through looking through your page I noticed that you do have a lot of different diverse um, types of beauty that are represented through your your model casting choices is that like a conscious choice like how do you go about your model selection and also what are like your thoughts on representation or lack thereof in like the fashion industry right now like do you feel like it's getting better it's definitely a conscious thing like that was something extremely important to me um as I've grown my brand I want everyone represented and I just feel like it's so important for all of us to see ourselves especially like when we're buying product too Mm -hmm. like it's like we all want Mm -hmm. to you know exist in the market and that's just so important and so like even my runways like it's like I want everyone to be different my last runway I had like every type of model I had you know from even ages like 20 to I had a 55 year old and every color like every you know I love it I just I wanted you know as much representation as I could um and so that's just been something important because even like I feel like when the clothes are coming down the runway, if every person looks the same, like, it gets boring. Like, it's like, you know, and then every design starts to Mm -hmm. look the same because there's no differentiation between each model. Um, So that's just something I thought Mm -hmm. about. And then in the industry, I definitely feel like there's a lot of work to be done. I've been in a lot of situations where, especially um, with models of color, where even like makeup artists and you know hairstylists their knowledge is very limited um so it's like it's hard because you yes. know like it's like I feel like I shouldn't have to you know have a specific person for each model you know like I just feel like everyone needs to like gain knowledge as to how to do hair and makeup and like everything like I just think it's so important and I think that's definitely something that the industry needs to work on yeah no I definitely agree and I love I just love seeing that like I love because people talk about it all the time they're like oh yeah you know we definitely have a lot of work to do but then you go to their brand and you'll see all like you said all the same types of beauty only one body type only one hair texture um and it really is I think because the industry has been that way for so long that's unfortunately why some of the industry standard makeup artists and hairstylists only know how to do one type of hair or only know you know only know makeup for one type of complexion and it's because that's the way it's been for decades and that's what the people who are in charge like you who have made you know who have been able to communicate their vision that's what they've continuously chosen it's just one type of beauty so that's part of the reason but it's also just about accountability too because I feel like I agree as an industry standard artist you should it's one thing to have your specialty but you should be well versed at least in a a couple of different you know looks you know there's so many different types of beauty so I feel like you should be well versed in a little bit of everything if you're going to be working for these big you know these on these big opportunities to show different types of beauty so I'm definitely with you on that and that's one thing that I feel like I, I try to specialize in too um that I'm dedicated to specializing in is just showcasing women yeah. of color in my work um because I feel like we don't even when I see some of the editorials and things, the things that I looked up to, it was so hard for me to find 
Like I had to Google right. Tyra Banks, <laughs> you know, because and then it was Tyra Banks, one of the main ones. Like you know, like we know so many of the others, but we know most of the black ones by name, and that's because of how rare they were. When I would decorate my wall and put up pictures from magazine, it was so hard to find girls who look like me with hair yeah. like mine in the magazines and things like that. So I think I do love that that is becoming a trend. I hope it doesn't just become a trend and that it, st- it sticks around. But I love you for making your words match your action and um, actually showcasing that um, because, you know, designers are part of that. You know, they're able to help drive that conversation by the way that they the people that they choose to model their looks so definitely shout out to you for even keeping that in mind and always making it a conscious choice to do that I also wanted to talk about because yesterday our conversation went so well um and that was my first time really talking to you outside of the dm so I was like you know not sure what to expect got off the phone and I'm just like this was a great conversation like this girl is awesome like <laughs> no, I felt literally the same way. Like I was just like that was so like that did not even feel like work. Like that was just it was just it went so well. Um and it just it made me start thinking when we got off of the phone, I was thinking a little bit about um because as a stylist, the industry and like designers specifically have a love-hate relationship mm-hmm. with me as a stylist with my role um in the industry because some feel like stylists don't do much they don't know our value they don't know what we do what we bring to the table um and then unfortunately on the other side you also have a lot of stylists who have taken advantage of designers who have pulled clothes from them and never returned them who have just made promises to them and never like stayed true to their promises that they've made to them um just a bunch of different things so it makes sense why there's a bitter taste in a lot of people's mouth when it comes to stylists but I was thinking about you know our interaction so far and I was just wondering like I was just thinking about that relationship between the designer and the stylist like what do you feel like like, what are some tips for stylists and designers who are trying to build their contacts? Like, because me and you flow so well. So how do you feel like is the right way to kind of create and maintain relationships with each other? Like the one that we're building and just make healthy collaborations. I think communication is obviously key. Um, and that's definitely something we have. So that's amazing. But I think that especially as a designer, when I'm asking a stylist, we're like, you know, we're working on a collaboration. A lot of times, it's something like even outside of like my initial vision. So like as a designer, like when mm-hmm. I create my collections, like I have a plan for their launch. And, you know, like even like my collection that I'm about to drop in March I like I have a plan but like when you take the pieces I know that you're gonna create a vision that may not be what my initial vision was and that's so beneficial to me Mm -hmm. as a designer because it's like that shows even evolution of the of the garment you know like where the garment can be taken and how it can be you know photographed in different ways and so I think when you're working with a stylist, it's so important or or designer, it's just important to communicate and like learn from each other and just grab each other's ideas and like try to come together in a cohesive manner. Like I've worked in so many situations where I've I've may not have been listened to and then the vision didn't come across or however it works, you know, like it's just like someone just 
kind of takes it right. and goes and whatever without even like understanding the garment or understanding each other and so it's like I just feel like yeah know, with you like it's like you know our communication is amazing like I'm like I want to be your friend your your fire like with Thank the garment you. like even my like tr- like I have no worries you know like it's just like I'm like I know you're gonna create such an amazing <laughs> shoot and take this and like you know throw it out of the park and like (laughs) do something amazing with it and that's just like (laughs) you know that's not always the case and like I think that just like being able to like talk to each other and trust each other and like even from afar like we've never met like you're across the United States for me right and so it's just like having having a good relationship and being open to each other's ideas like it's just so important because I think I said this to you yesterday, like you, ha- you might have something, some idea that like, I wouldn't have thought of or vice versa or however it works. And right. I feel like a lot of times people aren't open to hearing each other. Like a lot of times, like I'll have an idea and I, I don't feel heard in a lot of situations. So then I just feel like, I feel like I just end up doing it myself, you know, like, <laughs> And I like that's not what I want. Like, yeah, it's like I want to build these like amazing relationships and see your vision and what what you see with my design. So yes, I love that. I love everything you said. I feel like that is communication. Like that goes across the board for so many different types of relationships, but even professional relationships. I feel like with professional relationships, especially with creatives, there's a lot of assuming that happens. Like we assume that people get what we're trying to do and we don't communicate and we just, we can be very selfish and not ask, well, this is what I see. Well, what, but what do you see um, for this piece? And so I'm just so grateful to have an opportunity. Like this year I said, I was definitely, that was the main thing I wanted to work on with my styling is creating better relationships with designers and having more of them Um, and just having like relationship is really a thing too. like, not just, oh, we work on this and then we never speak again, but continuing to like find ways that we can support each other throughout our careers, um, is something that's so important so that it doesn't just always feel like one person is just taking. And like you said, just that constant communication, asking people instead of telling them, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. Asking them, Hey, I'm going to do this. Is that all right with you? You know, what are your thoughts on this? I think that's something that I've learned to do over time that, um, has really made all the difference in my business relationships. You like, whatever my vision was, you know, you can make it better or vice versa. And even this year, like I've had the opportunity to gain some really positive relationships with even some some really amazing models and it's like they understand me so well that everything they do like it just it works because we've talked we like know each other and like we've just gained so much trust for each other and we don't combat each other and that just makes for the best projects yes I definitely agree just that like once you learn each other um and learn each other's likes and dislikes and the vision that you guys have I feel like that's when the chemistry really can flow like on a consistent basis so so yeah I definitely wanted to lastly ask you um because as I was doing my research I always like to do my thorough research of everybody before I interview them um I was looking through your site just getting more familiar with your brand and I did see that you have some pieces that are advocating for breast cancer awareness. So I would love to know more about like your advocacy for breast cancer awareness, like your your choice really to align that cause with your brand. As a designer or like any creative, um, 
you know, my voice is interpreted in a different way, you know, so I like may not speak my awareness, but I have the opportunity to like emit awareness in my designs. So breast cancer was specifically important to me. Um, I personally have had two lumpectomies. So it was just something that like a a trial that I went through in my life that, you know, I wanted to continue to raise awareness for because they, um, for me, I was pretty young. So I, one, I was in high school and then um, another was after college. And so, you know, these things can happen at any time in life. It doesn't matter our age. It doesn't matter anything. It's just important to, you know, be up on our bodies and care for our bodies because you never know. And then I I also have mm-hmm. like sure. um you know breast cancer in the family with you know just um my mom's experienced things, my aunt had a double mastectomy, just various things. Um so it's it was just something that I was always aware of growing up and so I just wanted to interpret it in, into my brand. So I did um some t-shirts with HJ and the pink ribbon and then just like every year I kind of like pick through different um, places to donate the funds to I just think it's so important like especially as creatives like our we're we're creating things that people get to see and you know because sometimes people don't want to hear things um so it's like visually like yeah you you have to look at it (laughs) if you if you come across it so it's kind of right awareness (laughs) and just advocating for different things is just something that I love to do and I hope to continue to do in more ways um as my brand evolves that is beautiful um and I did not know that about you and I think that's Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I think that's really a personal struggle that a lot of women go through. It's more common than people realize. Like a lot of women either have personally dealt with it or they have they know someone um, who's dealt with it. Like I've lost I have lost my aunt to breast cancer. And um, it's definitely something that it's like it's like one of those things. I don't want to say it's a silent killer, because if you go consistently um, mm-hmm. prayfully you can catch those type of things but unfortunately because we are told certain things like you said like oh don't worry about it until you become a yeah. certain age or you know like oh it's it's rare it's not rare <laughs> like it's very common um, and it's something that needs to be talked about more and along with all the other types of cancer but really um, it's something that I'm glad you are using your platform to to talk about because I feel like it, it just adds yeah. more purpose to what you're doing, really. Um, you've already talked about some of your symbols of, you know, your morals and how that comes through through your clothing. And that's just another added one. So I'm definitely commend you for getting through your journey with it. And I commend you for being a voice to it or being an eye for Thank it, um, as I should say, with your design. I appreciate so, it. It's definitely like, you're welcome. I feel like anything we go through in life, like, it's so vulnerable to share it. And so, you know, it's in our power to decide when we share it and when we're ready. Um, And so, you know, that's just something that, you know, just lives on my site and and people can see and I, I can advocate for. And I've just been thankful to just continue to be a part of it. I mean, to do what I can in any ways. And that's kind of with many different you know things that happen um 
I'm just thankful that I can do my part as a designer and even as a person to continue just to spread spread awareness yes (laughs) yes thank you for that um so let's go ahead and we can go ahead and close out girl you've given us more than one gym you've given us a ton of them so thank you so much for this conversation thank you just for all your insight that you all your insight and your passion that you share because sometimes people know a lot but I could feel your passion through everything that you said today. So definitely thank you so much. Before we go, definitely let everyone know any new projects that you have coming out. Definitely let them know about that garden collection, girl. I love this so much. You're just so easy to talk to. So it's it's just easy to just, you know, go back and forth. But um, I'm super excited about my upcoming collection. You're like one of the second people to kind of see the production. Um, A little bit of it. So... Um, yes. I will be <laughs> launching it in March. Um, I'm I'm thinking March fourth, but that's two to be determined. So just keep an eye out on my Instagram at Artie Hannah Jane and my website. It'll be um it'll be a fashion film and it's kind of my metaphorical garden. So I've Ooh. like been I I'm like I've my I've been sewing it, but it's like you know just in the in the sense of sustainability I've been like um growing it in my you know metaphorical way so <laughs> it's been a long time coming the pandemic kind of definitely yes. uh interrupted it which you know because I had a pretty big team when we were going to film it um and so that was just kind of a liability so now we're doing it in smaller segments so I'm just like so ready to get it out to everybody <laughs> so That'll be coming to everybody in March. So stay tuned. (laughs) Yes, definitely stay tuned. Y'all heard her. Stay tuned. I'll be putting her links in the episode notes so y'all can follow her and so that y'all can keep an eye out on the site for when the collection drops. And thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys soon.